You guys know what season it is. It's parent-teacher conference time, and we're talking about it on Teachers Off-Duty Podcast. Tune in. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Teachers Off-Duty Podcast. (laughs) Don't laugh at me, Vic. (laughs) Draw my face. (laughs) See, I've been getting made fun of all week. For <laughs> all weekend, for no matter what I do, I just get made fun of. And then Devin, he's even making fun of me. Listen. He's just looking at me. He's like, this. he didn't see it in his eyes. Yeah, I no. didn't even have to say anything. I just We've... motioned to Vic. I was like, look at him. <laughs> Everyone looking so that. stupid. We found a new reason, though, to make fun of Gabe because he scared the crap out of Tell last night. Oh, my you God. You have to tell the story. Okay, so. Well, first off, sorry, guys. This is Devin Siebel. The, the Devin Siebel. He's been the here Devin before, Siebel. so I'm like, we know. Oh, that's Devin. true. So yeah. it's like we got to reintroduce. They know me. They know yeah, me. yeah. <laughs> They're probably like, "Who are the other people with him?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not his podcast, <laughs> right? Because you have your own podcast. Yes, I do. Crying in my car, a podcast for teachers. A shameless plug. I have to. Right. You have to look in for just a second, and there's like a brief pause because they're going to put a graphic up. And then it's off. And then we're good. Yeah, that was the is crying it, in is my it, car is, logo. It, is it your car just going by crying? It is, yeah. <laughs> me crying in it. And I love that. crying in it and us I running over to, the principal. I need and, to get one of those, like, <laughs> fathead posters of Devin's face crying. And just, I can yeah. just hold it up at all my PDs like and, like, Stanley. teacher meetings and I stuff. I like that idea. I'm going to do it. I'm going to trademark a that. A crying Devin. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm down. <laughs> well, to make it a TikTok trend, you know, uh, crying in your car. Yeah, yeah. And teachers can just you know film themselves crying in their car. Oh, I like that. And that sounds really uplifting, and <laughs> like we're really doing a lot. I'm more of a scream in my car type of guy. No, you're, you're a scream in your sleep type guy. <laughs> um, so conferences are coming up, and I am like, I dread conferences every freaking year. I don't care how many times you've done them; every time they suck. One of the weirdest things that I realized once I became a teacher is there are so many couples that are so okay fighting in public and arguing in public. Yes. It is so like uncomfortable. I've had it so many times when like when spouses would start arguing and yelling at their kid and I'm just kind of sitting there like all right, let's wrap this one up. Like don't feel like you have to stay. Right. <laughs> you can go. Yeah. Go no. to the Applebee's and talk this out. There you go. <laughs> Put this over, over a two for 20. Uh, we're going to stop the conference and wait for Child Protective Services yeah. to join us. And that's, but see, here's the thing. Uh, you you guys, you know, the younger kids, um, conferences for high school level is me sitting in a room by myself going, why did I do this? Exactly. And uh, they, they don't never, have to come to you, right? They never, well, they just don't. They just Let don't. Them. They just don't show up. Did your parents go to your high school conferences? Mine? Yeah. Um, I had an IEP, so I, they did. Oh. They had to. Sorry, I didn't mean to, like, she, she's out like, you on the internet. No, no. no. She was like, that. your parents look like they didn't yeah. care. <laughs> yeah, like, your parents don't. It's like, um, it was an uphill battle every day. <laughs> nah, because my parents definitely didn't go when I was in high school. Like, at that point, like, I got good grades. So, like, they're like, there's no reason for us to be there. So you're no. at that point, a lost cause. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like the opposite way, too, is like, they you get good grades, and they're like, yeah, we don't need to be there. And then they're failing, they're like, yeah, we don't need to be there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're going to do this on your own, too. That's but, how it is with uh, my students. Like, So, yeah, with your students, how is the setup there? Is it like like the parents come with the kids? Like, I don't know the elementary world. It depends. Like, there are some families that, like, bring the whole crew. And then there are some that are like, I'm going to bring my kids but lock them out of the room while I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. And then there are some that literally just bring them in and don't watch them at all. And then they go, like, rampant, like, destroying my yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, like... 
as an elementary teacher, like, I account for that. I know that people are going to come with their children. So I, like, put out things on the carpet that they can, like, play with, and I don't care. They will take the entire bin of Legos, dump it all over the floor, and then they won't clean it up, and they'll move to, like, I have, like, a reading station. They can sit and read a book and have it read to them. They'll go over there and pull out all the books and don't put them back. And then they'll take all the flexible seating and toss it around the room. And the parents are just watching this happen, and I'm like... I could never. I always give them a reminder too, because like once they never. leave, they don't clean it up. No. Well, there at are all. some. There are some that are like, clean this up, and they like yell at their kids. But I'm like, why wouldn't you be like, no? Do you prefer to have the child there? So, because like I, my kid is, you know, in elementary school, and I had a conference with the teacher, and I didn't bring my child. I and to one of them, and I was like, I just want to talk one on one about what's going on. And then the other one, I found out that he was doing better, and I was like, Can we have a conference? And I brought him to intentionally have the teacher and myself have a conversation about how awesome he's doing, so he knows that that's a good thing to keep keep it up. Yeah. You know, so I I th- feel like there's times where you should and should shouldn't have the kid in the room when you're talking to them. I agree. I'm like indifferent with that. Like it doesn't bother me either way. I think there are benefits to both. And like there are sometimes things you just want to talk about the parent about with the parents. But majority of the time, like I like when the kids are in the room too, because it holds them accountable. And like, okay, I had a couple of, of kids that are like, they're on IEPs, but like they're very, very like barely qualified as an IEP. And so I'll talk to the parents and be like, there's like, they have every ability to do this, 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 and this, and their grade is this. Um, And I'm like, I'm like telling them like, oh, they have a study guide. They have this, they have this I send home. And the parents just go, really? I didn't know about that. And (laughs) they like, yeah, they death stare their child. And I'm not trying to get the kid in trouble, but I'm like, "Mm, you messed up. I love that (laughs) moment when when you tell the parents what's going on and then the parents just slowly turn and Uh look at the kid like, oh, that's not what you told me. And you just know right away like, oh, this is not going to go good once they get in the car. This is not going to go good for them. Yeah. And I, I have a few students like that this year that are like, you know, trying to play it like their parents are the ones that aren't helping them. And I'm like, no, you don't take anything. I give you home. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. The best part is like when you get to um, like basically talk crap about the kid and the kid's there. <laughs> you know, because you're going to be like, this kid is D-U-M-B. <laughs> and I would be worried about him knowing what I'm saying, but he can't spell. So he's just sitting over there going, I'm I'm dome. Yeah. I'm, I'm dome. dome. And, and, you know, so you got to like kind of lean yeah. into it, you know, lean into it. I like having just the parents there because – for not even be, like talking about the kiddo, but because we get to see the kids every day. So it's nice to have that partnership with the parents. And I also think there are several times at, if you want to come and pick up sometime or whatever, where we can have a conversation with your kiddo there. But I think it's nice to just have the parents 
And I don't want all the siblings to be there because the same thing as you. They dump out all the toys and then I have to be like, okay, 10 minutes, clean up the county and bears. And they d- then they leave. And then I just have the next one and the next one. So you're at school until 8 o'clock because that's when it's scheduled. And then you're at school until 12 o'clock trying to clean up. I, I always get a kick out of finding out how many parents are just truly so gullible with their kids. I remember this happened a number of times. So I'll be in, having a conference and I'll tell the parents about like a situation that happened. Like clearly the kid messed up, they're in the wrong. And I tell them the situation and the parents will be like, well, you know, we actually talked to Johnny about that. And Johnny kind of, he had this perspective. He said, this is what happened. And I'm like, no, I watched it. Right. I'm a full grown adult that like, I'm just telling you what I saw. Johnny's 12 and he's going to lie about it because he's a kid. I'm an adult and a professional. No, your kid is lying. Like this is actually what happened. Your kid was in the wrong. <laughs> My child says he wrote that. You're like, this is the constitution. <laughs> you know? I just, mm, it, it looked familiar, but I just, I don't constitution know. in science class. <laughs> like, like, but he said he made it in his own words. Right. It was, you know, he. I, I watched him research it. Yeah. He paraphrased. Yeah. He copy pasted. <laughs> All by himself. But so this is the thing with these with these kids and doing like um, these parent teacher conferences. Uh, so is it required in elementary, no matter if they're doing good or bad? Because I mean, I feel like. You know, it's one of those things where I've got my kids, you know, in elementary school. So I'm not an elementary teacher. I'm learning about what you guys do through my children. Required. Yeah. Yeah. But I I get like when my kid's struggling in one thing, it's like conference, you know, just just so and I'll be like, okay, we need to talk about it. But um, some teachers like just do. Everybody. I mean, are you like a everybody or yeah, struggling? Yeah, so I think it depends on the school. Um, I know my school legally, we have to schedule everyone a conference. Um, so like I will send out um, a conference form. I will send out a Google form. I will make notes on our little page that we have. And 90% of the people sign up for like a fall conference. And whoever doesn't, I schedule them one and send them home a slip. In the spring, it's a completely different story because, like, nobody wants to come in the spring. Mm-hmm. So, like, our conferences are, like, in a week and a half. And um, so I'll have parents that are, like, the straight-A student parents that are the first ones to turn in the conference form. And then everybody else is like, deuces, I'm good. And the kids that are failing, we do, like, a Hunger Games style where we bri- like <laughs> cannon fire and we put their picture up in the sky. And they're like, that's the one. And then the parents are like, oh, my God, my kid's an idiot. And uh, they're like, I have to go. <laughs> no. we're, we're going through a rebrand at my school where, like, our spring conferences – nobody shows up. Like, it's really hard to get them there. So we try to create, like, an incentive structure to get people there. And we're trying to be creative. Yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah, Uh, except they're 12. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) The parents. parents. (laughs) Zima. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, we're trying to be creative with it because our numbers are down with parent-teacher conferences. And I think parent-teacher conferences as a whole need a rebrand because they're seemingly operated the same way as we did it 20 years ago before you could check the grades online, before you had constant communication with teachers. And I'm curious, like, how many really cool schools out there do it new and do it right? You know what I mean? I never thought of it like that, but you're absolutely right. Like, parents have access to their kids' grades at all times. But I will say, they don't look at it. They, like, I'll, I'll have parents that will freak out and it's because, like, I've, I've told this before. Like, I have a student who's a straight-A student. She missed, like, one point on a quiz, and her her parent was calling me that day. 
and I had to like talk them off the ledge because they were like, my kid is failing. I'm like, no, they just missed one point. It's okay. Yeah. Then they'll have the the parents that just don't even care to sign in and look at any progress book grades or like, what are their grades like? I'm like, well, you know, you have the power to see them mm-hmm. all the time. And we gave you that login at back to school night, which you <laughs> didn't show up Dude. for. So do you check your children's grades? Do Yes, I, te- I check their grades. How old are your well, kids? And how, but they, how they, you they just have like checks and stuff. So at the end of the week, I get a packet of papers. So uh, they're six and seven. Uh-huh. And so I get packet of papers with check marks, S's, whatever. At that point, okay, okay. So like I'm elementary school, but I'm upper elementary. Mm-hmm. In fifth grade, like we have progress books that like they get physical grades like a b c d whatever not e but (laughs) i was like wait in like the younger elementary grades i know that they're standards based so it's either like mastery or like i don't know what what's the other one it's lollipop or not yeah that's it (laughs) did you get the treasure box good okay you're in in. that was always like a frowny face at the bottom it was like when when we were in school it was like s's o's u's n's I don't know like what not completed or not, something. Not smart. But not I was just smart. like not good. <laughs> my, my favorite thing about this, so this is a good parent teacher conference. Is I got called in for a conference with uh, teachers for my son who has an IEP, yeah. and so we had multiple people involved. Yeah. And um, and it's so funny because I walk in and I sit down, and this one teacher across from me, she's like. And I was like, <laughs> Hey, I said, How's my kid doing? She goes. I watch all of your videos. And I was like, oh, great. Uh, how's my kid doing? She's like, you don't understand. My husband and I, we, we drink alcohol at night and we put you on YouTube and uh, we just watch all your videos on YouTube. And I'm like, how is my child doing? <laughs> you know, like, you have to wear a you mask know, right, at the right. next conference. My kid read. Yeah, but I think Get like a voice changer and a mask. I, I am know. Mr. Shebold. But Can the teachers, like they know me from the videos and stuff. So it's funny when I go in and they don't know that I'm the dad and they put two and two together. Oh, Seabold, Seabold. Oh, Oh, okay. You know, so that then I get a little preferential treatment. Right. I'm just kidding. I don't get a preferential treatment. I, I always <laughs> love when I hear my coworkers using the same one liners for every conference. And oh. I'm guilty of it too. Oh, yeah. Where, like, whenever you've got, like. Wait, um, do you guys all sit together? No. And I'm glad how we have our setup where we are, like, my team area, but we're all in our own individual room. So, like, okay. the, we have four, our core classes are all in the pod, but we're back in our classrooms, which I like because I don't, like, if I'm gonna have an uncomfortable conversation with a parent about their kid, like, misbehaving and having issues, I don't want other parents around to hear that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I, I wouldn't want that as a parent. I, I, I wouldn't, but I always laugh at the one-liners because I'll, I'll hear, like, my coworker, she ends almost all of her conferences when it's a good kid. She'll go, it probably took you longer to drive here than the actual conference was, and it always kills. They always Be laugh. There, it's South Dakota. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I think they drove 14 days. Um, <laughs> I always close my conferences on, so here's the withdrawal paperwork. Right. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and then just hope they're the best. So what are, what are pre-K? Those, uh, well, what are pre-K? What makes me so happy coming on this podcast is you guys are like, 
really good elementary level teachers and 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 middle and then I'm high school and like I don't care. <laughs> like I I think it's just so funny you're like I you know I'm just hopeful that there's going to be better opportunities and I'm over here like your child is the worst. <laughs> And, and and like that's the bluntness of high school is like and the parents go you're right <laughs> do you have another child we can exchange him for is there a lost and child found can I put him oh, in the I... box of the fire station yeah. like <laughs> that's the thing is like it's the expectations change and it's for parents too I'm so involved with my kid right now in elementary but I can already see like high school I'm gonna uh, I just. I don't know what it is. Our mentality, we just get like just they're older. They're older humans. Of, like yeah. And yeah. you're famous, so like when you get the IEP plus the subscription because you're famous. <laughs> yeah. IEP plus. You have to go. <laughs> it comes with Mandalorian season yeah. three. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Early access. <laughs> What's it like doing pre-K? Parent-teacher conferences. So it depends where you're at. So if you're at a private school, it's just kind of like, you know, they, we pay two thousand dollars a month, so we're not going to meet with you. But if you're doing like makes a, sense, right? They're like they're like our butler will be there at noon. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and they don't want to come on their day off and all that. They got, what, but their like, day off. I pay two thousand dollars to come to this or to send my child to this school, so I want less of your time. Yeah, but if you're at a public school, um, usually your pre-K program will be some kind of um, federally funded Head Start or, or uh, state funded program. Um, and in that case, you are mandata- mandated. Mandated. That's a new one. That is a new one. Um, I'm loving the vocabulary used yeah, today. I, I searched for that on an incognito tab. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, keep it that way. And mandated. Yeah, mandated. Uh, All speaks real goodly. One. I heard the word uh, man- Mandalorian. Yeah. And then, you and then I that. heard mandated. And that's how dyslexia works. <laughs> um, you have to do two home visits a, a year. And then you have to do two parentage conferences a year. Um, so the parents are obligated to do that. And if they don't, then their child can't stay in the program. So you actually get to say, bye, you know, like, it here's the withdrawal. me that you physically go to their house. And what it used to be for when I was at Hester in Indiana was that parent-tutor conferences had to be done in their home, too. So although it was two parent-tutor conferences, two home visits, they were all in the home. See, okay, I get where they're going with that. I don't like that they have home field advantage. No, that would make me feel intimidated going into somebody else's space and telling Come on them. In, sit on the floor, Chris. You know what I mean? Let's talk. It's, it's, We're a couchless family here. I, well, <laughs> yes, though. My, my aunt worked for 20 some years at, at Head Start. And so when I started teaching there and I was doing my first round of home visits, she was like giving me the rundown of what to wear. And I was like, Iris, it's fine. Um, there's a reason why. So some of the houses you go to are super clean and, and nice. Some of them are not. And so she's like, turtleneck, so things can't crawl down this. And and boots, and tuck in the socks. And I was like, mm-mm. So I remember sitting at a home visit with a parent. I have a bunch of paper for the sign. I always did that. I know, it's like signing a mortgage. But it's like, you know, trying to, I'm doing this. I'm like shaking my foot the whole time because there's bugs crawling all over my feet. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm like, mm, Okay. It was oh. terrifying. Terrifying. Awful. I hate to make light of that because, like, you know, there are families that are struggling. Struggling. Absolutely. And they can't help it. That's why you you wear the stuff so you don't have to, like, make them feel bad about it. Like, if it's fine. Then you realize you brought it from the school. You're like, oh, that's me. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That that was my bad. (laughs) It was tell all along. It was. It was. I was the one who brought this to your home. Have you guys ever had it where a parent comes and they start talking about their kid and you have no idea who they're talking about? Yes. That's happened to me when, like, the parent has a different last name than the kid and they just think, oh, yeah, the teacher definitely knows that we have different last names. 
I don't know. I don't. I've got See, 120 kids. I don't have your your name memorized <laughs> too. That used to know. happen to me. And then on the parent teacher conference form, I put your or parent Dude, or guardian name. I put that student name. I put that on there and they never fill it out. I put it on there. I'm like, oh, parents will see this. They don't fill it out. And it's no, always the, the ones that you need to out. that don't fill it out. It's the first thing I have on the form. So if they don't fill it out, that's on them. But like, I, I'll i look up the kid. At least, is they put the kid's name on there. Like, I only have 17 kids. So like, it's different for me. But like, I'll look up the kid to make sure that the parent. But like, when I schedule them, that way I know who's coming in next. But even sometimes when I when they come like out of order, I'll like pop in the hall and be like, and you're here for, and they're like, so-and-so. I'm like, ah, you. It, the worst is when you have like a science sheet and you're like, you know what? I forgot how to spell their name. They're like, Dave. Always do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Dave. And the last. Is that Miller. with a Y? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Uh, sorry. My, I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. So this is like not necessarily conferences, but like open house, which I feel like are similar to conferences because you're, you're like meeting with parents. Yeah. So I had a parent. Um, that came in and it was obviously the first time I had ever met this family and they walk in and they go, you the teacher? I'm like, yeah, that, that's me. I'm the teacher. (laughs) So I'm in this room and they're like, okay, you're not going to like shame us and like ask us stupid questions. Are you? Like, that's the first thing you they mean, said like, to me. Are you the teacher? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, um, I, I'm not sure what you mean. And they were like, well, that B word teacher last year Woo. kept asking us all these stupid things and telling and we tried to make us feel stupid because we didn't know how to teach the math. I was like, I would never do that. Like, I'm like, I don't know why. I don't, I, no, I'm like, I don't know what happened last year, but you know, you could ask me questions and I'm not going to shame you. But like, that was my first interaction with them. And, and so what they didn't that, realize is you failed that kid and he was back in your class again. <laughs> that stupid teacher. Nah, yeah, that said, B word teacher. That was me. Oh, and <laughs> I was like, a color. I was like, how am I supposed to recover from this? Like, what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> have you have you guys ever had to end a conference like short because it was getting really uncomfortable? Yes. I've what? had I haven't had that, but I've had like administration sit in on my conference Ooh, because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Tell what when did you have to end it short? So we were doing a home visit and um that we were talking with the mom and the mom like really wasn't understanding the paperwork aspect of it. It was me and my co-teacher. And dad comes in and it, it just gets very tense. And we're like, this is so strange. And dad's talking, dad's talking. And he takes off his coat and he turns and I can see this tattoo and it is a white supremacy tattoo on his neck. And I was like, oh God, oh God. Ooh. And I see it and I'm nudging my co-teacher and she's just talking about her program. She's like, yeah. And uh, Mr. Williams, he's Puerto Rican. I'm like, mm-mm. <laughs> And she goes, and um, he speaks Spanish with the kids, so he teaches them Spanish. I'm like, okay, girl, <laughs> I don't even do that. And so I turned my I turned my alarm on my phone, and I put it down, and it's the ringer sound though. So I was like, oh my god, it's our super uh, a fire in the well, <laughs> and we left. And then I was telling our um, our director of education, and they were like, you do not have to go to that house anymore. And then we had them sit in on the conferences at school. It was, Wait, you were in their house. I was in northern Indiana in their house, little mini, uh, the entire walkway, mini Confederate flags, the entire garage painted that. The entire history of the family, they always lived in Indiana, never As soon as else. you saw the tattoo, you were like, so do you have any Michelob Ultras <laughs> yeah, like, that uh, I can drink as a straight white hetero male? Yeah. It's like, um, yeah great uh, place, yeah. y'all. Yeah, I, I immediately started talking about every sport I knew. I was like, you know, dodgeball, 
cricket, you know. Oh, LeBron got a touchdown yeah, yesterday. Yeah, like, oh, no, you know, that, that soccer kicker of the of the volleyball team. I just, everything. I said, I love the Olympics, you know. And then it would have been so funny if he was like, girl. You <laughs> yeah, better don't, you know. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Um, you know, he was in love with me. I think oh, that was, was it. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, no, he hated me. <laughs> um, yeah, that was probably my favorite moment of uh, conferences I've ever had. Devin, have you ever had to cut one short because it was just getting uncomfortable? I've had some where they've been cut short because I've been yelled at. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, so like the, the, it's just kind of the administration's like, okay, and we're done, you know? Mm-hmm. And and that's the kind of, I, I had a student a while ago that had threatened children in the class, like with violence. And the mom said that I was inciting it because I was talking about World War II Ah, and definitely your in the fault. history class, why would I do that? I side with the parents on that one. <laughs> and, uh, and so <laughs> when I apparently did this instruction about World War II, it triggered the kid to yeah. threaten other children in the uh, class. As it normally does. Yeah, mm-hmm. with death. And ah. uh, so then obviously the kid was being expelled and uh, she tried to say it was my fault for teaching history. So, uh, but she said that very uh, aggressively, hand on the table, leaning over in my face, cussing me out. And they were like, okay, time to go. And I was like, yeah, time to go, time to go. This is ridiculous, just like the Nuremberg trials. (laughs) (laughs) Just trying to trigger her. She's like, what is that word? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, man just grabs the duct tape. (laughs) So uh, my school, we've got 15 minute blocks for the conferences. And the parents know they have a 15 minute block. And I always have some that will go over and just keep talking and talking. No. Um, I don't believe that. Yeah, so I, I always do, like once it's starting, starting to get long, I'll, I'll stand up and kind of start shooing them out the door. Mm-hmm. And I'm amazed at how many parents can't pick up on the social cues. No, like, don't. hey, you're 25 minutes into this 15-minute conference and all these people in the lobby, yeah, they're waiting in line. Like they, they're going to come in here. And I had that last year where I, I stood up and started walking them out and they just wouldn't leave. They sat at the table. You know what would be great? Yeah. This is great. We need to do this. I'm 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 trademarking this right now. Okay. Parent teacher conferences with the chess speedboard where it's like your kid's failing and she's like, "What are you doing about it?" And then and but it's counting down on seconds, yeah. you know, and we're just like back and forth, you know. I think that would be great. Uh-huh. You know, cuz like that's this. the minute count. Yeah. You only get 15 minute match and and so we're going back and forth and you got your time to speak and only when you're clicked on can you move, you know, and talk about it. I'm telling you. Speaking of work, we have someone that wrote in um dear Tom, uh, parent-teacher conferences are coming up, and I'm a first-year teacher. Usually I get excited for this time to connect with parents, but this time around, I may have connected with a parent a little too well. A few weeks ago, I matched with one of my student's dads on Tinder. Not only is that a problem because he's a student's parent, but he's also married. Him and his wife are coming later this week. What should I do to avoid this awkward situation? I think it's important to know a couple things. Is he rich? Was there trouble in the marriage before, you know? Um, are you a homewrecker? If you can marry him. <laughs> Just that question in general. Right. Are you like, a homewrecker? Are, are you a homewrecker? Maybe. I think for me, it's like if there's financial potential there and you don't want to teach for the rest of your life, maybe destroy the marriage. I don't know. Yeah. No, I think that in that case, one, it's it, I would not bring it up at the conference because you're talking about the child. Um, block the father now. I don't know why you'd swipe right. You didn't. It sounds like you had a conference at the beginning of the school year. Also, you don't know the makeup of someone's marriage. Maybe Dynamic. they're in a, maybe they're in an open marriage, and you're being super judgy. But that's not for you to decide. You should never date a child's um, parent. So just delete. First time you marry, marry for money. Second time you marry for love. So this teacher, what she can do is she can be if, the love. If you're willing, no, if you're willing to homewreck, oh, go for yeah. the money. 
Like, go for it. I don't know that I like that. But see, phrase. that's confusing because the man's then that was his second marriage, and he's marrying for love, but yeah. she's marrying for money. Ooh, a mix. Wow. Mm. That's, they say opposites attract, right? Have you ever had a, a a parent have a have a, a crush on you? I had. I taught middle school, and I had a a woman one time walk up to me in the car line, and she goes, "Oh my gosh!" She goes, "If I were in middle school again," and I was uh, like, "You'd be illegal. Get away from me." <laughs> I uh, hate like when why would you say, say that? that? Did yeah. you say that? She said, "Yeah, that's what I said." Good. I'm I, glad you did. I don't understand. Like people, like just go. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna hit on you. One time, once upon a time, I look like you. And then I taught for 13 years, and now I have man boobs. And <laughs> it's so frustrating because I'm like, you know, I was hot once. And, uh, you know, and now I'm, I'm, this is it. This is it. Damn it. The future of teaching. Now I wear a sports I'm in a Ghostbusters school. shirt. In a, <laughs> All the teachers off duty podcasts. All the teachers off duty podcasts. I don't even have water <laughs> in my mouth. Oh they, they don't even give you water. And that when has you paper get older. in it. Gosh. Um, we all have water. You just don't. That's fine. Yeah, because we're not. It's a gremlin. Yeah, you know? no, but I'm no, just, they, I'm just entertaining. They would hit every right once now. They I would can't. hit on me every once in a while, and I would just kind of like you know deflect yeah. and, and push them off, and uh, then you know uh, eventually they stop hitting on you. Then they're like. <laughs> It went from it went from like crushed like, to be like someone hit on me, please. We yeah, really like your comedy. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing you know, I'm at some white supremacist right. house. Like, yeah. are you interested? Yeah. <laughs> you love me, choose me. I, I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's actually why I was that's there. That's more so my comment section than parents. I actually t- like teach yes. their children. Like the comments are just nasty. If I would, if I oh, if you were my if teacher, I'd well, be you at even school for every day, I'm like. Bleh. No, audible of, gag. Of, no, thank of, you. Uh, woman creator uh, TikTokers, I see comments off all the and and sometimes like they'll leave the comments on, thinking, "Oh, this is inconspicuous. This isn't like I'm not in anything provocative," and they still like creep their way in. And Always. I'm like, "Okay, all right, Always. I get why the comments are off." No, I had a conference. Well, it was like the last day of school, and a parent was like, their grades had come out like for their child. And they showed up at my school. You had to preface for the child. As, as opposed to for their <laughs> the dog. Grades were out, you Listen, know, for the child. For child. Let's and, uh, be real. Do we grade the parents? Yes, we do grade I the do. parents. I yeah. do. That'd no. be fun. That'd be cool. But they showed up at my school at 7 a.m. And I'm in my room getting ready. The kids aren't even there for like another hour. And all of a sudden I hear a message come over the, the PA system. And they're like, Mrs. Wooly, so-and-so's um, dad is here to see you. And I was like, um, what is um, a, a dad, why? And I'm just immediately like shook because I was alone for one thing. And, and it's an hour before school, how did he know you were there? An hour before school, why? Yeah, why did he know I was there? Yeah. Is, is a question. Um, but they were like, they were wondering if they could meet with you. And I was only a second year teacher, so I was dumb and was like, I guess so. Sit down. Yeah. Nope. So yeah, I guess so. So then he comes strolling down the hallway and sto- like I was in my doorway. I'm like, I'm not going in this room with you. So I'm standing in my doorway and he like props himself up against my door, like the cool guy stance. Like, mm-hmm. you know how they're like the AC Slater. Yeah. No. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, <sighs> we were just talking about that yesterday. Mario Lopez. Um, but he's like, so I, I saw the grades and I was like, yeah, like they did really well. Like, congrats on a great year. And he's like, well, but. Our our family, we are all about straight A's, and I saw that, you know, Timmy got a B. And I was like, well, I mean, he's in fifth grade, and a B is good. I'm like, that's that's a good grade, so I would be proud. And he's like, well, I was just wondering, and he reaches his arm up. Well, 
to touch my arm. And I take a huge step back. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I was just wondering if there was anything we could do to, you know, maybe help him move his grade up. And, you know, I'm so oblivious that I was like, um, did you no, say yes? Like, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> the, the, the dad is like, we've got one of two options. Get the kid tutoring, try to sleep with his teacher. Right. Yeah. Option B. Yeah. No, I, oh, God. I, I didn't catch on at first. And I was just sitting there like, I'm like, well, actually, I'm like, the grades already just like, they're already in. So there's nothing I can do to change them. And he was like, are you sure? And like giving me the look and like Behind the weird the voice. Yeah. He's like, well, let me know if there's anything that we can do. And I was like, yeah, no, it's the last day of school. Grades are already done. Okay, thanks. Bye. And then like I beelined into my co-teacher's room and slammed the door shut and he left. But I was like, that is the creepiest thing that has ever happened to me at a school meeting with a parent because never in my life did I think that would happen to me. You know, that's just really nasty. Like, why are you literally going to your fifth grade teacher, son's teacher to bribe them? I think teachers need grade. to lean in on that. You need to be like, I'm moving Saturday. Uh, start at 7. Right. Uh, you can come by, lift some boxes. Uh, you know what I'm doing this year? I'm going to have a tip jar set out. <laughs> yeah. Tip I'm going to do that. Just, I'm going to see what, what happens. Am I going to lose my job over it? Maybe. I don't know. But you know what? If, I, if, if I've got drive through drive through restaurants that are asking for tips, I should ask for a tip you, you as a teacher. Yeah, I'm saying. That's teacher what I'm saying. Teacher tip Tuesday. Teacher tip Tuesday. There you go. You go around with your iPad to the student's desk, and, yeah. and you're like, uh, 10%, 18%, 20%. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, have them, yeah. No, it's a group larger than six. We get gratuity. That's true. Guys, we got tips at the private school. Oh, you got, you tips, got at tips at the private school? We all of a sudden hate tell. Um, it was bonuses for each holiday, what? for random holidays. I, my first year teaching, I... Wait, who tipped you? The parents? Yes. The rich parent PTA. Yeah, a little different in our world. No, I meant like school. admin or parents. The, like, parent, the, oh the, 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 the parents would give money to, the, to the, the PTA, and then they would give us, like, uh, they'd divide it out, and we'd get, like, it on a card, right? Like, But the parents then... Other kids, they'd give the teacher a gift. And I, I remember doing that, and they're like, oh, yeah, parents, you know, either money or wine or whatever. And at one of the my students' parents, she hands me an envelope, but there's like $400 in it. And Ooh. I was like, I made like, one of the years I made like $1,500 on Christmas tips. I swear me? to God. Okay, where's the school? Are they hiring? You do not want to work at that school. Um, <laughs> I resigned I'll from there. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, a little no. different in my world. The only tips that I'm getting are like, te- that are like parents are like, hey, I'm going to give you a little tip on how to teach. You know, they'll yeah. say something really stupid. Like, See, I taught in a rough area. They'd hand me the envelope and be like, put $400. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. They're actually robbing you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> put your wallet in the bag. Yeah. Are you going to tip teachers, though? Because you have that power now as a parent. Yeah. Um, I, I get them good gifts, really good gifts. Yeah, I mean, they, they get good, yeah. I mean, but it's elementary They get school. tickets to my show. Yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah. actually, they have. Oh, I like that, though. Yeah. That's because, literally, I mean, they though, like, you. like all parents that are teachers give great gifts. Yeah, Those are the only parents I get gifts from, honestly. And they're so thoughtful. Like, some, some students will get gifts, but, like, parents who are teachers think extra, like, above and beyond. Which brings me to my next segment. Good or garbage? With Gabe, my no, name's Gabe. No, you didn't take a pause long enough. Good, good or garbage? With Gabe, I'm talking about whiteboards. Are all whiteboards created equal? No, they're not. I'm going to talk specifically today about a brand new crisp whiteboard. One of the ones that when you write on it, I don't know you why, can. But this sounds racist. <laughs> <laughs> crisp, the new, the happening. 
The best one. The best one. <laughs> the what are you doing? Not the shitty so, whiteboard. Set the scene. Take out your Expo marker. Brand new one. Get a little slant on it. You start write, writing on it. Writing on your can whiteboard. I have, can I have some sound effects for the writing? <laughs> sniff the marker. <laughs> Just kidding. You got to sniff the marker. You're write, writing on the whiteboard. You get done. You made a couple mistakes. You take your eraser and you wipe it off. And these brand new whiteboards, guess what? It actually erases, and you don't have the stains of your marker on the whiteboard. Because the old whiteboards, the stains last for like good 20 years. You can see exactly what the lesson was 10, 15, 20 years ago. But now with these brand new whiteboards, they actually erase. Are they good or garbage? These products are good. I love new whiteboards. What do you guys think? I agree. Um, I don't necessarily think that it's just new whiteboards. I think there's a specific kind. Ooh. There's like the expensive whiteboard that's like uh. solid. And then there's like the cheap whiteboard that like when you press your hand on it, it caves in behind yeah. you. Because pl- they just put plastic it's just, over yeah, it. Yeah, it's just like a film over top mm-hmm. of a piece of like, I don't know, corrugated wood. I don't, I don't know materials. They always hold a stain. And the one I have in my room, it holds a stain. And I'm... I'm not going to complain because my school gets me everything I want. But, like, it'd be nice to have those whiteboards. When I was in high school, middle school, we didn't have – we didn't re- – we had overhead projectors and blackboards. But I don't you think also we grew up in Amishville, so. I, I, quite literally, yes. <laughs> yeah. We even talked about it this weekend. But I feel like the new whiteboards are the ones with the new Expo marker or the ones that weave the residue. No, but the, the really good ones, dude, it's like butter. Oh. Like, you write on it and just poof. Butter. Butter. But it depends how long the stuff's up there. Yeah. Like, that is I, true. We had to have learning objectives and UEQ, LEQ, and I, I wrote um, on the board on the left-hand side, and I would just change the date and teach whatever I wanted. I like Because that. they never checked when they came in. So at the end of the year, I was like, let me erase. Oh, that's not going anywhere. <laughs> you know? And then that's the permanent UEQ, LEQ. Yeah. We your yeah. I, your I can't statement lasted from August all the way through May. It did. It did. And guess what? My evaluation. You dug deep on that. Can, that. <laughs> Yeah, every time. Yep, every time. <sighs> Lauren, what are some things that your students do that don't make any sense? Well, these are some things that I would talk about with parents at conferences about things that students do that just don't make sense. So um, when a student, and we all can relate, is sent to the principal's office, you know where this is going, you know it, and comes back with a snack. What snack is it? It's a bag of chips. Oh, why? Always why do we, Why the bag of chips? And why are they getting a snack if I just sent them out of my room? Right. If I sent them to you to like brag about something that they did really well, great, give them a bag of chips. But if I sent them to you because they tried to crush my skull with a chair, please don't give them Doritos. But what did oh, you do to provoke the kid to crush your skull and throw a chair at I, your head? I placed the chair in his hands. <laughs> uh, I, I shouldn't have done that. I wouldn't that. give him chips. No. <laughs> <laughs> what would you get angry? That he hit me and that he got chips. <laughs> That's always, that's always how it is. And then they look at you and they have that look on their face that they just got away with murder. Oh, yeah. That, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Every time. Mm-hmm. Every like, time. I just went, it was like, it's the mommy daddy syndrome. Like yeah. when mommy says no, daddy, sa- daddy, daddy says, says yes. Yeah. And I guess, and oof. I don't get, it's never like Lay's potato chips or like a Chex mix. It's Cheetos. always like Cheetos, Doritos. Takis. Burritos, I don't know. It's always the taquitos. It's like always the Edos, and it's always like the everywhere, dust. everywhere. Yeah. A taki dust, a trail of taki dust from the principal's and office. It's heartbreaking because it's rubbed in twice. Because then at lunch, you go to the teacher break room, and there's the vending machine, and it only has the oatmeal cookies in it, and there's no <laughs> chips. And you're like, wow. where did these chips go? Are they all going to children? <laughs> right. <laughs> Quit throwing yeah. chairs at the right. teachers. <laughs> yeah. But uh, one of the things that I 
that I've gotten really good at with parent-teacher conferences mm -hmm. is the sandwich method. I Ooh. am the king of the sandwich method. When you have some kid who's just terrorizing your room every day. And, and you, you send it. him out and he comes back with a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With chips yes. in it. Yeah. <laughs> but I do it all the time with, with parents where I'm like, okay, how do I tell this parent nicely that their kid is is just terrorizing my room? And I almost always start off like the beginning sandwich, like with a compliment of, you know what, your kid, he's got a he's got a huge personality. And I love it. I love his big personality. But sometimes, and then you put in whatever, and then you have to end with the positive at the end. So the game that we're gonna play today is a sandwich method game. So we have a couple- Challenge. Yeah, challenge. We've got a couple scenarios here and we're gonna read those scenarios and we're gonna talk about how we could sandwich method this scenario into a positive if you're sending this scenario to the parents of the student. Devin's gonna blow us all out of the water and what? I don't want him to go first. <laughs> well, I'll read it and I'll no, give you I'm time kidding. to think about it and come up with a better joke and then I will blow you out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, this one is your child has no manners and is so disrespectful. Mm. How would I word that? Your child has a fantastic vocabulary. Uh, they used it to call me every expletive in the uh, book. Uh, but I will let you know that I called them that back, and <laughs> they appreciated it. That is how to do that. It is. Right. Get yeah. on the child's level. You, you have know? to get on the child's level. Meet them where Especially they're at. Meet them where they're at. Sometimes they teach me curse words I didn't know. Your child tattles on everyone, and it's driving me crazy. Your child likes to fight for social justice, <laughs> but sometimes they come to me too often. <laughs> I don't know how to do that one. I Here, love the give social me a paper. justice I can put it one. in my mug because there's no water. <laughs> <laughs> you parched? <laughs> no. Okay. They gave me water. Hope that makes you feel bad. Your child won't ever stop talking and interrupting class. Oh, this is my class. Um, so I, I love your child and they're so friendly and sweet. Um, but they um, are constantly, constantly socializing with their other students. And that's great, but we need to taper it down to like certain times of the day. But I'm so glad that they are able to vocalize their feelings. That was really the worst good. part is the parent interrupts you yes. in the middle of you <laughs> describing that. They do. My child's such a social butterfly. <laughs> they are amazing. We, are, we don't see that at home. No. Yeah. They They're not that. like that at home. Okay, mine says... Oh, jeez. Your child is lazy. Oh, man. <laughs> Your child has so many great skills, and I can tell that they can have a really good education experience, but I think they could put forward a little bit more effort in their science class. I think after they put forward an effort, we can truly see their full potential. Have a great afternoon. Signed off. Have a great afternoon. Was that an email, or were you, like, leaving a voicemail because they didn't answer? That was a that great like voicemail. An email. Like, that, was, yeah. that was like both. Let's see. Stop sending your child to school sick. <laughs> see, but I wouldn't say that. I, I would be like, your child um, has uh, some coughing issues, and um, I will be out tomorrow because I let them cough in my face seven times <laughs> so that I never have to see your child for the next two weeks. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. And that was the bell. Um, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why did I get this one? <laughs> Your child farts 24-7, and they smell really bad. Your child likes to express themselves in a multitude of ways. And they have their very own fun, distinct 
odor. Scent. <laughs> Scent. How do you do? The fart one. I, it's not farting. It's like, your child crapped themselves again today. <laughs> They're six years old. Let's talk about I think it. The kids sharded in class, mom and yeah, dad. Yeah, I can. <laughs> you need to stop doing your child's homework for them. Ooh. That's a tough one. Yeah. I love that your your child is turning in their homework consistently. You know, it's really hard to see that in every student in my class. Um, their their work is exceedingly above the fifth grade level, and it's just it's amazing. But I I kind of want to see their own voice a little more, and hopefully get a little bit more of a sense of where they're at academically. You were real nice because you said they were above a fifth grade level. Yeah, see, where, <laughs> I taught, where I taught, it would be like, um, listen, your child knows way more than you. This is terrible. You're failing. <laughs> Ooh, here's one. Your child needs to go to bed earlier and stop playing video games so late at night. This is like a real actual situation that, that happens problem. all the time. Um, I would word this like this. Your child on their good days is so exceptional as a student and they can perform very, very well. But lately I've been noticing that they have been tired and a little bit lethargic in class. Is there anything going on at home that might be impeding their ability to perform in school? Yes, I um, swiped I, I right on like the teacher. My child, <laughs> listening to you, I feel like I did something wrong. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, like, I should watch the I'm sorry. <laughs> You know, I had I had students that would uh, play video games and they would join me online to play video games uh-huh. and I was ranked number fiftieth in the world in Call of Duty. Are you serious? And they would Were join. Really? They'd be like, Mr. Steebo, can we play with you? I'm like, you can try. <laughs> and yeah. like eight seconds in, they're like, I don't want to play with you anymore. Yeah, you know, like, just shut up, kid. Yeah. I think we should leave one for the um for our followers to do. So I'm yes. gonna read one. And then uh, comment what you would say below as we finish this up. So (laughs) this is perfect. Your child picks his nose all the time. (laughs) So I want you all to comment below what you would say to the parent about your child. And this child is a junior. Right down there. And if you're you're a parent, what would you say to the teacher if they told you your child was picking their nose? And this child is not in elementary school. This child is a junior in high school. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So now what would you do, actually? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining us for this episode of Teachers Off Duty and talking about parent-teacher conferences. We will see you next time. (laughs) 